What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it and This is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne and building right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to The Bar. We're grateful that you are listening. And like I do every week, I bring you an awesome guest. Uh, this young man reached out to me and um, man, I was like, hmm, you know, I, I'm always skeptical when people reach out, but when I Checked out the uh, the Instagram page. I ain't going to lie to me. Instagram page sold me because you are super, super creative. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I want to know this guy. Like, I like this. So um, after scalping the Instagram page, also shout out to my man, Lee Jones. Lee Jones is my, he's my unofficial screener uh, for guests uh, because you guys know after over 300 different guests, you run into people that may not have the same views or uh, someone that I wouldn't want to, uh, you know, uh, expose you guys to. And so Lee Jones, shout out to him. He helps me also screen. So I had him do look into it as well. But after all of that wonderful time and screaming, we brought on my new brother, uh, Mr. Christian. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing so good. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. Doing great. And uh, glad to have you on the show. And uh, man, I'm glad I wanna, to be here. Yeah, I want to jump right in, man, and uh, let you introduce yourself to the listeners. Yeah, yeah. So my name is Christian Hewlin. Uh, I'm young, young guy. I'm an author. Uh, just recently finished this book titled Abort, which addresses the sanctity of life, the dangers of Christless conservatism, and the need for Christ when confronting the issue of abortion. Um, I just graduated college 
last year in the summer. And for the past seven months, I've been working on this book, trying to get it to a good place. And uh, I think I've almost finished it. It's coming out in the next next two weeks. Next Tuesday. Or no. Yes. Next Tuesday. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I got so many, so many things running through my head with this, with this project. It's crazy. Sure. 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 Um, sure. Okay. Well, so, uh, as you might not know with the bar, uh, next Tuesday with this episode, uh, maybe sometime in July or August, but we're going to have links to it in the show notes when it comes out. So we make sure that we, uh, we, we get that picked up, man. So rewind, man, before we get to the book, Tell me uh, just kind of uh, your, your, your story, man, and, and what got you to the place to even want to write a book. Yeah, yeah. So I've grown up in Richmond with my family, uh, lived in the same house for the past 20 years, which just happens to be all the years that I've lived. <laughs> right. Um, I've been so blessed to have parents who have really poured into me and, uh, and raised me and just given me uh, a good biblical foundation. Um, my dad has really seen the importance of, of walking with each of his children. And I'm so blessed to, to have been given that foundation. Um, I attend Covenant Presbyterian Church. Uh, I've been going there for about 13 years. Uh, it's a reformed church. And uh, once again, very focused on the relational aspect of discipleship and walking with people and, you know, training people up in the way they should go. Nice. Nice. That's cool, man. And so, you know, growing up in that household, uh, cause like I said, from what I can tell you, you're super, super creative. Like, have you already always been that kind of a, a kid or well, t- tell me a little bit about, about, you know, what, what sparked or inspired the creativity of, of yourself? Yeah, yeah. So I've always been a storyteller, even before I could write. Uh, I was I was drawing pictures of big Narnia like battle scenes and nice. you know, the, the stories behind all that. Um, I grew up um, before I could even read, just listening to stories and taking them in stuff by um, C.S. Lewis and G.A. Henty and and people like that, and uh, John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. Um, and so I've always sort of been, uh, creative in that way in telling stories. Um, and so I sort of fell into writing because it was, it's a, it's a means to convey large topics without having to spend gobs of money. Like one would have to do on like film or something. Mm. Very cool. Yeah, so that's what I feel like sort of drove me into writing is just the ease at which one could slide into it. Okay, that's 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 super cool, man. Super cool. And so you know the, uh, you know getting I guess let's let's kind of putting some bones around it and getting back to the book. Um, so because abortion is a uh, you know it's it's a hot topic, um, definitely mm-hmm. a, a, a issue. Uh, in in not just in the world, but even in the church. Uh, kind of what what yeah. is your approach to this book? What is like some of the things you want your your readers to gather uh, from from this this story? Mm-hmm. So yeah, initially my approach was just to convey the theme that abortion is wrong and just leave it at that. Um, but as I was writing it, I realized there was a much 
a much bigger, broader issue that was going on. Uh, and in that it's, uh, it ultimately comes down to the fact that people don't acknowledge Christ. Mm. And so even if we convince the world that abortion is wrong, yes, we have saved millions of children and that is a huge victory. But then there's the, the victory taking it further of if we can, you know, share the gospel with people and get them to change or get, uh, you know, the Lord to work in their hearts, to change their hearts. Um, then there's, there's a true and lasting change. So if we simply convince people of the moral that abortion is wrong, but their heart isn't changed, then they're still going to end up in hell. Mm, and so that larger theme of we need Christ uh, was just became the driving focus of it. Nice, nice. Very, that's, that's so true, man. And, you know, I have brothers, um, that, uh, you know, uh, Virgil Walker, a lot of people familiar with, uh, from just thinking mm-hmm. and, uh, Terrence Barlow. Uh, I remember when I first met those guys, uh, they were doing a lot of, uh, you know, preaching the gospel and, and everything at abortion clinics. Um, mm. and that was there, you know, that was, they were doing that, you know, I mean, almost every weekend they would be out there talking about it and preaching the gospel. Like I said, letting wow. them know that it's not just a, uh, you know, like you said, it's not just, you know, don't, don't go have an abortion, but also, you know, uh, you, you, you need a savior, you know, you need to be mm-hmm. saved. So that is, uh, that, that is powerful. So, um, so I'm not just, just to be, my listeners know I'm not like a super avid reader and things like that. And I don't even know if I've, I've read, a uh a fiction besides um uh pilgrim's progress um so so, so yeah. i guess dig in get dig into uh just kind of some of the the characters or caricatures or whatever they want to call them uh yeah, yeah. With, with, with the story and and you know not to give away too much just kind of a you know like a peek inside the pages a little bit yeah yeah so uh basically you have a, a science fiction setting uh, which is based on basically all you need to know is there's two planets, there's earth and there's Proxima B and several hundred years ago, earth decided to colonize Proxima B and they've sent a series of large ships with hibernating passengers to the colony to populate it. Kind of like, you know, the European population of the United States um, or the Americas as a whole. And so as time has gone on, this colony has grown up and eventually it's realized, hey, we don't necessarily want any more colonists to come over. We don't necessarily want all these people because when they first wake up, there's just a whole bunch of issues. It takes them a while to truly wake up and become self-sufficient. And so people have to take care of them. And so in there you have an allegory for you know children. And you know when you first have a baby, it's like you, you have to take care of it. That's hard. Um, and so these colonists on Proxima B are like, you know, we, we don't necessarily want this ship, Mm. uh, but what they do want is the power source of it. And so that's where the story begins is you have the main character and his partner are sent to the oncoming ship to remove this power source from it and bring it back to their home world and then turn the passengers around. And so in that, you have this allegory for abortion where they're taking, taking what they want and sending the people away to die. 
Mm. And the story follows uh, the characters in their moral struggle as they slowly realize what this mission truly is. And you have one as a more of a conservative mindset who's you know saying, hey, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Whereas the other one is uh, more of a moral relativist uh, following orders, just trying to do his job. And you know, trying to wrestle with, okay, are these actually people on this ship? And do we have the right to kill them? Mm. And so that's the, that's the basic plot of the story. And eventually it comes to this crescendo of, you know, who, who defines what is good and moral. Wow. That is cool, man. Like I said, I, <laughs> I've never... <laughs> that, that is cool. I, I love that. I, I love the, the, just the... The, the picture that you just painted, man. It make, you got to send me a copy, man, so I can I can dive in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got me excited, man, because I, I I like uh, kind of the 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 sci-fi sort of ordeal. Um, I'm not like a you know hardcore, but you know I enjoy it. Uh, so I definitely think that'll be really cool, man. So yeah. is this uh is this a one off, or is 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 there going to be plans for you know, like make it a, some volumes to this or what, what are you, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, this story in particular started as just a, a single story. Um, and I've tried to keep it that way mm-hmm. just as one single book. Um, but that being said, there's a lot of potential to, to continue on after, after the initial events of this story. Uh, there's a lot of development, I think that could be given to the characters who, you know, make it through. Um, and so it's, it's really up in the air. I don't want to just write another book to continue the story. Mm-hmm. I would like it to be a similar, a similar theme. I don't want to just write it because, oh, look, I'm going to continue the story and get another book out there. I want it to be more of a, okay, so this is another issue that's really pervasive in our time mm, that needs to be addressed. Yeah, no, I can dig that. I respect that too, man, because, you know, people have sometimes have the mindset of, oh, you know, it's got to be a trilogy. You know, we want to make this, yeah, yeah. Uh, this story out really big and, you know, and everybody knows the third is all those, all those the movies worst. a couple years ago that would split the third movie into two. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I get that for sure, man. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends. This is Jacob, host of the Broken Bones podcast, where we rejoice in the redemptive work of Jesus Christ and proclaim the gospel. I hope you will join us as we study God's word, as we address current issues inside and outside of the church from a biblical worldview, and as we better prepare ourselves to be able to share the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. All right, we're back. 
in here uh, with my new friend, Mr. Christian. And uh, Christian, on this side of the podcast, we do what we call the bar signature questions. These are the three questions I ask all of my guests. So the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? What kind of music? Oh, man. Uh, I listen to all kinds of music. I listen to a lot of uh, music that would be in film trailers because uh, that helps me get in the mood for, for writing mm-hmm. and the, getting the feel of the stories. Um, I listen to this. I've been listening to this one, this one uh, worship band called Grace Worship. Uh, we used one of their songs in my sister's wedding as she was walking down the aisle. And I've just been hooked on their, on their music. It's, it's so good and powerful. Uh, nice. One of their songs in particular called Christ Be All. And that's just really hit me recently. Um, it's, the line goes, Christ be all and I be nothing. Mm. I'm like, wow, I, I really need to take that to heart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. All right. This is going to be interesting. What book or books are you currently reading? All righty. Well, um, I don't have any book. Well, I, actually, I do. I have one book that I'm currently reading. Um, it's by a friend of mine called. It's called Ignite, and they asked me to uh, read it for endorsement. So I was reading through it. I don't know if I'll be able to do the endorsement, but I'm planning on helping her uh, and review it and stuff. Uh, and then a book I just finished a couple days ago was John Murray's Redemption Accomplished and Applied, nice. and that was that was really good. It is a dense book, one of the hardest I've ever read, but it was really, really good in outlining just the concepts behind the atonement and our redemption. Cool. All right. Last one is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Yeah. yeah. Um, definitely sermons by Paul Washer, Bodhi Bakum, uh, talks by R.C. Sproul. Those are the main ones that I find myself listening to. And I love brother Paul. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, sir. Good deal, man. Well, listen, man, this was really fun to, uh, you know, virtually meet you and, and bring you on the show. And, and I'm excited for, uh, what you're doing. And, and I definitely think you have a, a bright future. And, uh, cause you know, you mentioned being 20 and just made me feel super old. Uh, <laughs> but it's all good. I, I, you know, it's all good. But, uh, yeah. but, but yeah, definitely, um, definitely excited for you and, and, and definitely glad to connect with you. Um, and I like to give my, uh, guests an opportunity to kind of close this out, uh, let people know where to find you, where to find the book, uh, as well as, uh, any words of encouragement you might want to leave with us. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Thank you. Uh, so you guys can find me, um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all at CD Hewlin. That's C and then D and then H U L E N. Um, and then I have a website, cdhewlin.com. Um, so those are the main places you can find me. Uh, as a word of encouragement, I guess I would just say hold to the scripture, stand by sola scriptura. Um, and, you know, don't, uh, don't fall into the traps of, of legalism and, and conservatism, but just, Look to the word and read it and follow it and allow it to transform you. And, you know, as the song said, Christ be all and I be nothing. Amen to that. Yes, sir. Good deal, brother. Appreciate you again to the bar listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in to the bar podcast, your favorite podcast. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday. Go to thebarpodcast.com. 
Make sure you go to the bar gear at bargear.com and make sure you go to the bar.network to check out all the awesome shows in the bar podcast network. And until next time, you guys, God bless. We love you. We are out. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.